this is getting real weird going right now. Um, this is going to be something different um, that we are normally going to be talking about. Um, I'm excited to have reached out to uh, SNS and uh, we have uh, gotten or am going to be getting a, a cool kit from them. I'm just getting all my stuff set up here. Excuse me. Appreciate your guys' patience. I know we're running a little bit behind. Was running into some technical difficulties, um, but we are up and running. So, like I was saying, uh, the the kit, the product that I'm getting um, from SNS is their CP4 Gen Two Disaster Prevention Kit, and I'm really excited to get my hands on this tangible part, this component, this, this uh, add-on, I guess, to our fuel system. And um, it is something that I, we get asked a lot about here on the channel. And I think that everybody is going to want to get this for their truck. Um, I'm just getting one more here. Um, yeah, it, uh, you guys should check out SNS Motorsport. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on YouTube. Um, they have uh, a couple of, they had a Gen 1, which required you to uh, cut a line and uh, deburr that line and add on their their um, you know kit. Um, but since production of Gen One has come Gen Two, a better way, a more efficient way, uh, something that's more user friendly, um, and they all have quick disconnects. So obviously, with quick disconnects, that is going to be way better uh, to install onto your truck. Um, I personally wouldn't want to cut lines on my truck, but having the OE aspect of uh, using the quick disconnects is what I'm all about. So, you know, there is um, work play, I tow 32,000 pounds every day. Do you think it's a good idea for me? Well, frig, yeah, bud. You're using the best truck on the planet. Oh boy, CP4 dirty talk. We're getting dirty. We're not getting dirty. We're getting clean. We're getting clean. We're getting clean. We're getting educated. Um, Luke and Justin over at SNS have been uh, awesome with uh, uh, going over their kit with me. Um, I'm looking very forward to getting that into my hands because when we talk about parts and stuff, um, you know, in theory about how everything is going to be installed onto the truck, you know, wouldn't you want that in your hands to actually touch, to look at, to see what's going on with it? So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to try to, let's see here. What, how could I bring up that thumbnail really quick? I want to see if I can find this for you guys. 
um, to show you exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Cody, why don't you backdoor me uh, the chat section? Why don't you show me a, a link for uh, that um, kit. that kit or the picture that I that I had put up on the thumbnail? Um, so, if you guys have been following the channel and watching what we've been talking about, listening to what we were talking about, these CP4s have been a hot topic of the internet and these six sevens, these six sevens and their CP4 pumps. And, and it first started talking about these a while ago and people like, we don't call them CP4 pumps at work or at, at, in the Ford parts catalog. Like we don't go to parts and say, Hey, I need a, a CP4 pump. And I'm like, I, I don't, that's a Bosch terminology. Well, continuing, continuing in the six, four, you know, realm, you know, now, um, the CP4 pump is front and center with these six sevens. And, you know, when Ford designed these, unfortunately, they were using standards over in Europe, European standard fuel, and did testing and so forth with that variable. That variable is not the same as over here in the States, and it lacks lubricity it's more i don't uh, for the sake of argument because i don't have the technical terms that fuel is more oily that fuel has more lubricity in it that fuel is going to be better lubricating has better lubricating properties so why is that not over here in the united states i don't know but the one thing i do know is that every single tank that you are going to run in your truck is going to have to have an additive, whether it's an, a cetane boost, whether it's a stuff that DS and I are running, we have hot shot secrets, we've been running AMS oil. Um, I haven't been really getting with the motorcraft stuff because I'm, I'm done with the motorcraft additive. Parts, filters, et cetera, I'm all about it. But the fluids, I think there may be better alternatives. So, talking about fluids and, and what is going into these trucks, the most important I feel right now is fuel. And all you guys out there running these trucks, uh, even my man down here, two of them, look at them, last two comments, add additive every tank, laugh out lot. Hot shots every day, diesel treatment, boom, right there. Power service right here. Um, it is so important. I'm, I'm actually um, in the middle of trying to sell a vehicle. Um, if you guys, I haven't put it up, the best fuel additive, everybody start chiming in. What's the better, best fuel additive for your 1767? Bronze Fire Super Duty just heard us rattle off some. Um, I'm trying to sell a 1367. Uh, it's one of my great customers has been uh, servicing it since 2013, since it's been brand new. And uh, if you guys are interested, DM me and I give you information. But the point I'm trying to make is, is this uh, older uh, couple came looking by and she had opened up the fuel door and was pointing at the blue and green caps. And, you know, do I put this in here? And, and, and okay, so this person may not know, but the question that I'm really asking him in my head, are you 
going to be cognitive about what this truck is actually going to take to use. You're not going to be rolling around the hood, cruising in this. This is a tool for somebody to use, for somebody to work. And if you're going to use it properly, it's going to keep you rolling on the road. So, you know, I can only uh, sympathize for this new potential new buyer that I can't. Uh, Matt. Matt, you did get the invite all in caps. Matt, do you copy? Matt, can you hear me? Matt, check your email. Um, you need to be running an additive every tank. And it is so important because this is how this stuff happens is when we are running, I don't want to say America's got subpar fuel, but I guess when you compare it to European to here and because of our our emission laws and all the stuff that comes out the tailpipe, we have to run different kind of fuel. So um, DS, you got your ears on? Yes, sir. Word. Um, it is very crucial. So when you have a high pressure fuel system failure, DS, Cody, you guys, everybody listening, you guys know Nady, Mr. 40, 90, 60, you, you guys all know, Richard Duke, you guys all know what happens. That is only used for fuel added lubricity, not for hocus pocus fuel claims. Um, like, I don't know, do you wanna be stuck with the $12,000 fuel, fuel contamination bill because you didn't know you're supposed to run the additives now? Can fuel system contaminations failures still happen if you are running an additive every tank? I think maybe you guys might be, you know, wondering that. Absolutely, it can happen. There's parts that can fail and would cause a catastrophic, um, you know, repair. But the variable that Ford can't control and we are trying to control as best we can is fuel. And fuel is the heart of how Austin Bros. What is up? Thank you, brother. Um, he knows my man here was filming while we actually took the CP4 a pump, kind of almost like Luke did. Um, uh, one of the owners over at SNS, the the one we actually had on our bench, some customer had put DEF in the C, in the fuel system, and the CP4 obviously took a crap and I was able to pull that apart and look at the springs and, and, and the pistons and actually show you guys the exploded view of that. So when that fails and this is what, what we're trying to prevent S and S kit, S and S They have the website. I'm clicking on their link right now. I'm going to the website, gen two, Six seven Ford Power Stroke CP four point two bypass kit twenty eleven two current model year new and improved disaster prevention kit safeguards fuel injectors guys read us off safeguards the fuel injectors the rails the lines and the tank from CP four debris all OE style quick disconnects. A two micron return filter tested for flow and efficiency. And this filter is actually very, 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 very similar uh, to what looks like the six liter upper fuel filter housing. 
clear fuel filter bowl for inspection. Fuel supply split off 25 inches away from the CP4 pump, 11 to 21 compatibility, and the most important of them all, this is made in the USA. Daddy Diesel, America. This kit is going to run you about 400 bucks, but 400 bucks for the added insurance of, of having the safeguard to know that if you do have a CP4 failure or a high pressure system failure, if you have this on your truck, your likelihood of having an issue with your fuel system, other than the high pressure fuel pump, is going to be slim to none. So um, I know there are other um, competitors out there that have similar um, components. So let's talk about this kit. I'm, I'm interested in the uh, return fuel filter screen. And, you know, to me, it seems like if you're filtering the fuel twice, you got your primary filter down by the tank, you've got your secondary filter up in the engine bay. Um, I would think you don't have to mess with that third filter screen to the return to, for the return line. Cause if you're, if, if I'm doing this, I don't want to have to have another step. They, they say they're, is it cleanable? I know I'm thinking about the SBE one. I know that one's cleanable. So is this something that you clean out or you reverse spray it with air or what do you do with, with that? It's replaceable. Um, the biggest thing with the return filter is you're going to catch all that metal that's getting sent out of the pump. Right. In so you don't have to, of, in the yes. case of a failure. So you don't have to drop the tank and clean the lines again. But on a regular basis, am I going to see, are, is, are people going to see uh, anything on a perfect day? Nothing fails. Uh, business as usual. I wonder if you'll see anything in that filter. Will it need to be replaced or will it just be fine? Well, I guess it's going to be based on inspection. Um, if, if you see through that clear bowl, um, you know, if you, if you got uh, an issue. So the filter is replaceable. Is it, is this something that's cheap? You just, you 30, do it 30 bucks from their website. Yeah. 30 bucks 30, for yeah. the filter. So in a way you have another level of filtration. Now, as far as the micron size on that filter, uh, is it doing anything beyond what the factory system, even though it's after the CP4 pump and after the, it's after the injectors, I would imagine, or before the injectors. So it's before, it's protecting the injectors. So it'll be right before the injectors. It's after, it's on the return side. It's um, on the return I think I sent Aaron the picture though. Well, he sent, I sent him the link. He might have the diagram up there. Yeah. I'm looking at this. The, uh, let me go. So, will, so can a CP4 failure still take out the injectors or will this filter prevent? This is going to keep it from going into the part of the high pressure fuel pump that is going to allow it to go to. The... Basically, basically okay. how the kit works is they, block off the, C, the VCV port. So you got an inlet and an outlet that would normally feed the full the whole pump. It'll mm. go into the crankcase first, then it goes through this port into the VCV. Well, they have a block off for that port. So it's sending fuel right straight to the pump to lubricate, the, lubricate and cool it. And then it tees off and sends clean fuel to the VCV. So only way it could really cause a failure 
failure again is if that metal starts going back up the uh, line, then go through the T and go to the VCV. Mm-hmm. And, the, the, and, then, and then the whole point of this kit is if, you, if something happens that causes the CP4 pump to fail, it's, it's just the pump. Yeah, it's isolating that pump so you don't lose your entire fuel system. You and that's lose. all it's designed to do is to save the fuel system, not to save your pump. So instead, the, of, so instead because, of having a twelve thousand dollar repair, you're looking at a fifteen hundred. Okay. So um, my man here in Texas, Jason, how's SNS customer service? I'm going to tell you um, pretty much really uh, quick is first impression stick and the rate of which Facebook was answered email prompted with a phone call email from the owner. I am fully understandable. Everybody's got a lot going on. I do you have understand how much I have going on? I get it. I, I thank you so much. Service right now. A1, A1, and if you're going to take the time to reciprocate back to me, then you have my full attention, um, as I would hope I was yours. So um, this this would be definitely something I would recommend uh, uh, to have somebody put on their truck. I cannot wait to get it and get a video up for you guys so you can see exact, I want this on my truck. I want to put this on uh, my customer's trucks. I know well, I got. I'm, I'm curious to how it looks. I have a customer who just got a 21 Tremor. Uh, you guys are going to see it's coming up. I actually put an SMB tank uh, in his truck. Got a video coming up. It's going to be sweet. I hope you guys like that one. And he has been nonstop ever since he ordered this thing. 21 Tremor was so happy to take delivery. It's been, I need to feel this, 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 this. I want a, a drain and on SP drain and um, disaster. And he's been, he's been talking those three words that, I don't want to mention anymore because their customer service is for the tank and everyone there's a really good if you guys go uh, on their website there's a really good flow chart and it's in great color it's got a picture of a super duty up here a real nice CAD drawing and it, share actually, it. it what um I don't Screen know share. I couldn't have it up here I couldn't find it it just clicked on the link and it went to their website let me go back. Uh, to let me screen share. I can do that. Yeah, let me go here. So you, with this uh, disaster prevention kit, you pretty much know all the components. You got a good understanding of what components are going in. So could you give us an estimate on how long it would take you to put this in the truck? I don't know. Rough, I, roughly? I, I, I really don't know. Um I'd like to see it in hand before I, before I, you know, said that I like this picture right here. This picture is nice. Um, it actually gives you, it shows you the incoming, it has a legend a little higher, but it shows you the incoming fuel, fuel supply, what fuel is going back to the tank, filtered, filtered return. Um, and uh, the fact that you don't have to cut any lines is that's, I'm, I'm really excited to, to see that. Uh, there was one question down here. Let me see what this guy said. Um, customer service. Okay, Richard Duke. That's another good question. If a person trades a truck, uh, 
can the kit be switched to a 22 F450? Um, with this quick disconnect kit, I would assume that- Here's the application chart. That that could happen. Um, however, currently right now, I can't say that this would fit a 22. I don't know if they've changed anything, but that's definitely a question that uh, we can um, and will get answered uh, from uh, SNS. I've got the application chart up right now. 11, it looks like it's 11 through 19, then 20 Just plus. 20 plus, okay, so maybe maybe 22. Um, that's a good question. I'm sure a lot of people are gonna wonder that because you know, if they, are in the process of, you know, cycling through trucks and that this is something that they can, you know, swap from truck to truck. Look at that. Oh, well, wow. Can, I can dig that, man. Oh, that looks really nice. Fact, you got some Odeker clamps. Nady, I know he's all about the Odeker clamps. I so, like that. So is that, uh, is that thing right there? Is that the second, is that the filter that goes? Yep. yep. Doesn't that look like a, a upper 6.0 filter, everybody? I really want to know. Um, I haven't seen the instructions yet, but I'd like to know um, where that actually goes. Like, is it clear? It's cl it's clear. It's got a yep. clear cap, so so you can see. If anything... It looks to me like it mounts on the on the pinch the pinch weld on the uh, cowl. Mm. Oh, you know, yeah. you know what? This is uh, this this looks a lot nicer than that other company. Yeah. You know, just that, because they gave you a little, they give you like a little metal screen, like a little metal mesh screen where this gives you an actual filter. Like a all right, legit, Mr. Matt, filter. what, what do you, what do you think of this? You know what these things do, you know, you know what happens, you know what you got to go I through. I think everyone should stop wasting their money on all these kits and just buy an X or G VCV. That, what is, what is that's X just me. Because you don't have to worry about plumbing more lines and putting this here. And can I put that there? You take your upper and lower intake manifolds off, undo the two T25 bolts, pull out your stock Ford VCV, take your XRG one that's 240 bucks, ploop it down in there, and you've got two screens that are 25 microns of protection each. So even if your pump does fail, it's going to clog up and shut the truck down. That's interesting, Matt. That is my go-to. I mean, I'm not only saying this because we have a very nice relationship where I work with Xrg. They're one of our customers. Um, so, but that's something that I can stand behind. That's just... So, so Matt, your solution pretty much just puts two screens out in there just so if anything fails it's either going to clog up the screens it's literally so like the the factory screen on the vcv will flow anything 80 microns and bigger and that screen's also pretty flimsy for anyone that's ever pulled a vcv out of the truck you'll see that they're dented or torn mm -hmm. well you have it's it's a double wrap screen so there's two layers they're both thicker than the factory one and it'll do 25 microns or what larger. what what does uh what does the uh stock filter filter to the two filters that you have before it even gets to the cp4 pump what micron um, i don't know exactly but your biggest concern is if the pump comes apart what size particle can get through the screen on the vcv right that's true well, my, I mean, don't, my, don't get me my, wrong. The no, way my that point the other is, kits work is. My point is, uh, 
but at least the factory filter is going to be at least 25 microns. Uh, well, at least probably. I, probably. I honestly I don't, don't know, have to but, look, but I don't remember. Because I would, because it, because, because it would not be cool if uh, stuff could build up in there and you can't tell. Yeah. The one thing I mean, that's good about this one is you have that inspection clear right app where you can right but i mean it's like okay if your pump's coming apart and you know it well you still have to put a pump on it right right your right. pumps like, are going to fail like at the end of the day energy it, in there if it well yeah that's what i'm saying it's like okay it's great that you can see that you know you're starting to get metal in your system but you're spending an extra what few hundred dollars more i mean it's it's basically the same. You're going to, if you don't know how to replace a VCB on a truck, then you're paying someone to, you know, go down there and do it. Whereas these other kits, they're plug and play. Um, so I'm going to play, I'm going to play devil's devil's advocate a little bit. Now with this kit from, what's it called? SNS. and mm -hmm. With this one, it has a paper. It looks like a paper filter. Yep. Is that correct? So looks, yeah. So a paper filter is going to have a lifespan regardless. Whereas the system that Matt is describing, being that it's a metal filter, is that correct, Matt? Like a well, metal it's filter? it's literally the valve that controls how much fuel comes out of the pump. So it You're acts just, like a yeah. like a orifice almost. Uh, that's what it is. They're just doing their own design to it. Okay, so you you're taking to, off you're taking off a, a orifice, and you're putting on a screen that acts the you're, same. You're basically taking the same one, putting more filtration through it, and I think you have the option of getting one that's higher flowing if you want to make more power. Okay, so being that it's a paper filter, the lifespan of that filter is it's probably going to be a good practice to change that filter whenever you change your other filters because if, if it's paper you're not going to want to leave that in there for for years and years or forever it has to come out or else it can break down i would think right because that that's just another service item i guess you could say i mean yeah. granted, it's it's on the return side going back to the tank but you don't want to have a restriction on your return side um so it is it is a maintenance item it, it, it if you all the other kits where you tap into the factory system um mostly come with another well, that, added the, level of service that you the, have to do to it the other company i can't think of their name right now but they've got the metal screen in the in line and they talk about it being cleanable and it's like if it's cleanable why, why would you want to that? The way I'm looking at, like, if you're going to have this kit on here. Oh, there it is right there, Cody. Perfect. Okay. All right. I see where that goes. That I think I ground see. bolt. Yep. Are, are they showing the, mounting locations? Yeah. Here's yeah. the intervals right here that it needs to be changed. Depending on your use, it's either 25 or 22.5 or 15,000 miles or 600 engine hours, depending on how you use your truck. So pretty good long service, 600 in hours. But check this out though. If you, if you are changing your oil, like you should, 
who gives a flying hoot nanny if you have to spend $30 to replace this little filter just change the fil- I don't care about the 600 just change just change, just change the GD filter you so what's I mean? the micron rating on this filter is I believe it- it's 2 mil 2 microns so I remember so what the solution that Matt is describing I can't remember the name of that company Matt it's refresh. not even a solution it's just an improvement over yeah. improvement. A stock component that we know right works. here, but but that one's that one's twenty five microns, Matt. Yeah, and then this one's you said two microns. Two, yeah. It's two microns. Two a replaceable two micron filter with a clear view view bowl. So you're getting added filtration to your fuel system, even though it's well, it's pre injector, right? Well, uh, it's filter. Post. Yeah, filter filtered return. It's going to go back to the picture. It's going to grab everything that your secondary filter doesn't. Okay, see, here's the filter, Sean. Oh, you're, you probably can't see it. Um, um, I can see it. No, I can see your screen that you're sharing. So the red, the it, the red is return. So it's on the return side of everything. Mm-hmm. So it's filtering what comes out of the pump and what comes out of the rails. Before it goes back to the back tank, to the and tank. if it goes back to the tank, then it goes back into your engine. So I, it was my understanding that when the CP4 pump fails, it can take out the injectors too. Everything. Yep. Everything. So, so this does this kit protect your injectors? Yes, because that blue, that blue blocks off the path between the crankcase of the pump and the VCV port, because there's a path that goes from the pump from the crankcase of the pump into the VCV, which is where all the metal comes from. Uh, per the videos okay. of Luke showing it, he says most of the failures of the CP4 is from the crankcase. Mm-hmm. The, the other, other failures are usually a valve failure, which does not cause metal throughout the system. It just causes a P0087 low fuel pressure. Doesn't okay. build. If you guys saw um, uh, the video that that Cody's talking about, about uh, where Luke was taking this apart, I actually had a video that I I had put up on on the channel um, where I took apart that same pump. And you could see, uh, even in his video, you could see the the rollers that more or less ride on that lobe. And that's the main failure is the that turning of the roller. But simple answer is yes, your injectors are protected. Yes. Yeah. As long so, as as long as the pump doesn't build up enough metal to backfeed it through the Y pipe into the into that, the system. Which possible? he's he says it's possible in theory in theory, but unlikely because you're gonna deadhead the pump because it's gonna block the screen that's inside the pump and just deadhead it into the case. What do you th- what do you say to that, Matt? I mean, all these kits basically work the same. It's just what flavor do you want? Mm-hmm. So, what I like about this kit is if you want more filtration, you're putting your fuel through a filter that's down to two microns. Period. You're getting an extra two micron filter, and you're cleaning. You're constantly cleaning your fuel more even though it's not really needed, but you are filtering the fuel more. I don't even know, but I, I mean, I'm curious. It it's, does the the same, it's the same thing of like, great, you have extra filtration, but most of the vehicles I work on are on a stock system. 
and are 400, 500, 600,000 miles with no what problems. Is, what is the filtration of the stock system? What micron is that? We don't know. We would have to look that up. Cody? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Not enough. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can figure out what that is. I don't know if Motocraft is listing it or. You probably just go look at Carolator's website, right? <laughs> and see what see what their you know six seven filter kit is. Yeah, speaking of Carolator, did you guys see that six seven air filter I had this week? I had to pry that sucker out of the upper airbox housing, or out of the upper part of the airbox housing. So as far as install goes, Matt, you talk about removing what the upper and lower intake, or yeah, what you have to you have to get down to the pump. Either way, both, both either way, you're you doing to, it. Both kits, you have to pretty much do as much. Yeah, you, like the, that's the thing. Both kits, you if you're not mechanically inclined and you don't have either you're you know you don't feel confident to do it or you don't have all the tools to do it, you're going to pay someone to do it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the intakes aren't that bad to take off anyways, in my no, opinion. But, but I'm like, I will say the first time I pulled off a 6.7 intake, I struggled. I was like, are you guys sure this thing comes off? So how long yeah. right now, right now, how long does it take to get this, get this, get to this part? I'd, I'd say, say it'd probably be a couple hours worth of work to do it by the time you, you know, figure average, everything out. For like, like Sean, let's say you're going to do it with hand tools and you've never taken it off. I'd probably say it would take you half a day to put any of the kits in. Half yeah. day and a few beers. Yeah. I now, wonder... if I wanted to just if I wanted to just hire it out, how long does it take you to get the intake off and intake on? Now, it looks like the kit itself. Five hours. Like, we just told you. So five hours if I had to hire it out. Yeah. So yeah. So, so you're looking at five hours of work minimum plus you got another hour to mess around with the kit right i, I mean I, at least an hour because you've never done it so let's just say an hour to mess around with the kit you're looking at six hours of labor maybe more trevor gates just I asks mean, a question dude, those six those six hours are cheaper than injectors though yeah yeah, for sure. And it's cheaper than the labor to do a high pressure fuel system, drop the tank, clean the tank out, flush the lines, flush the f- fuel cooler. Mm-hmm. If it's not completely full, you know, there's just. Here's another thing to consider, though. You guys both work in dealerships. If I wanted to go into a dealership and get this done, would a Ford dealer even take this on? It's not a Ford Probably car. Probably not, no. So I'd have and to know. I'd, I'd have put to, it on, but that's just me. Well, yeah, that's you. That's me. But, but if you were to take this a, to Johnny, Johnny Dingling's dealer, they're going to be like, um, you know, what is that? I, I don't. Would you be no, able to write this up though? As, uh, as like, no. oh, through? No, you wouldn't. You'd, they don't want to be even attached. They don't want to no. even be affiliated with that. Yeah, so you need. So really you depends gonna, on the dealer. If you're yeah. gonna hire, if you're gonna hire this out, you need to have a relationship with the mechanic or go to an independent well, shop. Well, no, truck. it's just don't be surprised when you go there and they say we can't, you know, warranty the parts or the labor or anything that happens afterwards because it's we can't, we just can't. That's not in our line of work. Hey, Mr. Matty B, I think I think you're the one that should really answer this question for 
for Mr. Trevor over here. He's got quite a a, a question. Does it, does it um, filter diesel exhaust fluid? I don't even know how to answer that. This, um, like, would it would it filter it out of your fuel system? I I guess probably, we need to have some more more explanation. Not. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say no. That's the safest way to put this is no. Uh, no DEF and fuel, period. Nope. Just don't do it. It's like you the video of that guy freaking out at the kids in the park. Don't do it in the park. Just don't do it. Do the opposite of what Shia LaBeouf says. Don't do it. That's a good question. You know, if you, yeah, I don't know. This guy says Ford OEM filters are around five microns. That very well could be true. I don't, uh, I don't know. I've never heard that before. You can put a Whipple on a 7.3 in five hours. Ah, I like this. CP4. I, um, I'm i really excited to get this kit in my hands. I know I, you just saw it here on, on the screen share, but yeah, I guess the next question that I really should ask is how many out there who are watching, all 58 of you, 57, who has this on their truck? Who wants to get this on their truck? If you're watching comment i want to know right now i want to see them all come up 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 nope don't want it yep got it order two of them nope still waiting uh, let me know i want to know what you guys got going on who who are you using have you gotten sns's did you get gen one did you get gen two are you running blank 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 are you running somebody else's um I, I want to know what, what, what's out there uh, in the field right now, because I really do not see any of these setups come into my shop on the trucks. I only hear about it. I see it. We're talking about it tonight. I'm so glad uh, uh, to have reached out to SNS to find out more information. So um, we'll see what, uh, what these comments come in. What's this guy say? Um, American Truck Nation has a small dealer. Hmm, where is I'm looking for a kit from? like this. I've installed the Gen 1s on trucks, and I mean, it works. I just don't like cutting the line. That was the, my biggest gripe about it. Uh, yeah, he says I it had, was a joke. That's so funny. I'm I like, is put, this guy being for real? I had put one on, and all I could think is, like, you guys seriously have come up with this thing that I have to hack apart a fuel line for yeah that's not cool it's just gen two you don't have to run. and then i gotta use a compression fitting and i really don't like compression fittings for anything side note if anyone ever says they're gonna put a compression fitting on your brake lines just <laughs> run the other way literally <laughs> run the other way as fast as you can i've seen it you know look at this guy's this guy, like, Sison Hall. I've done it. I like that. I like that comment. Hey, listen. We've you know what, had, man? That's, that's what everybody's saying. We've ah, all had rough coming soon. Had to put waiting. those old compression fittings. We've been waiting this whole time. SP is <laughs> like Walmart on my bicycle. I haven't, I haven't seen it come in the mail yet. This guy says uh don't have it but want to just don't want garbage uh, i don't know about that monster yeah, yeah. gt we'll see um 
I just burned good Canadian. I just burned good Canadian diesel, bud. Um. Oh, I mean, Trevor, the the kits are sellable because you're. I don't really care how much heat I get for this. You're just selling fear more than oh, anything. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember what I was gonna say now. Um. So so you get this kit and we know it's not perfect as far as yeah we're protecting the rest of the system dude that is hilarious is that crazy or what that is funny i told him he better check in and he did lo and behold i got a goppelganger someplace somewhere but what's up my man um took me a month and a half to get my special kit yeah um hey but here Yes, but, but uh, so you got this kid on your truck, and somehow, some way, you still get a failure because everything is quick release. Should you, if you're under warranty, should you be trying to hide that this kit was ever there because it's not a Ford part or Ford factory? What should you do? Should you take it in? It's gonna or? be a carb. It's gonna have a carb EO number. So I mean, it's not. Theoretically, it's not going to cause a warranty. I mean, how how can no. I? Here's the thing: How can Ford prove this kit caused the failure? They can't, right, because right. the failure of the pump is normally due to a rotated lifter destroying the pump. They can't they can't prove the SNS kit caused the failure, which is what Ford has to do to ah, kick the claim. So you so it's, don't take it off, obviously, because that's going to throw stuff all over the system. But leave it. I mean, in it doesn't matter because probably in most cases, your pump failing and you being able to warranty it is a very slim chance. Which is a good reason why you should have a, some kind of a kit because it is a slim. Well, geez, if it's a slim chance, that's not good. It's a lot of money to have a slim chance on a co- on coverage. I want to well, know. That's what, why most people usually just claim it with their auto owner's insurance. I want to know what European fuel looks like. If I had a glass of European diesel and a glass of American diesel fuel, does it look different? Does it smell different? I mean, I know it probably smells it's, like diesel, but like, does it feel different? No, it's the same. It's fuel. I don't know. It's fuel. Antimatter blue, star white, and lithium gray are my favorites for 21. Did you guys see this Atlas blue they got? Man, I tell you what, they got some sick colors. I mean, uh, I like the black, but blue is my favorite color. So, CP, that new gray is sick, that carbonized gray. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I know where this store is. Yeah. If they don't sell super duties, that's kind of a funny thing. I think people don't know about Ford dealers. If you sell it, you have to work on it. So if you sell super duties with diesels, you have them on the lot, you have to work on them. It's the same thing with medium duties. So, you know, if so-and-so dealer sells medium duty trucks, 650s and 750s, and they don't have the capability to work on them, Ford basically says, too bad you either don't sell the truck or you get the equipment to work on it right yeah you got to have special you know vehicle hoist and obviously uh skilled enough mechanics to work on these heavy trucks so 
most interesting things. Well, yeah, it gets real. It, it gets real interesting when you get into some of these. What is it? When did it get into air brakes? Six fifties or six fifties. Yeah. So, so you're getting into air brakes, and that's a whole different, uh, different ball game. Yep, gotta have your air brake cert. You got the whole slack adjusters and the S cams and all that stuff. Air dryers. Oh wow, yeah. All sorts of things. We were that's talking okay. about that a while back when we were talking mm-hmm. about even the CDL license, where it's the uh, there's a little bit of an issue sometimes when a vehicle's over that twenty six thousand one pounds, and the mechanic, in order to test drive it there's there, there there needs to be a cdl yep 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 yep, yep. we found out about that in florida hmm. here can someone someone in the chat answer this for me where you guys are do you guys need to have a cdl or a different level of license to drive like a one-ton dually or bigger because i know in some places you have to have a CDL to drive something like a 350 dually up to a 550 dually. And then you have to have a different CDL to drive like a 650, 750. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I, I've heard, I've heard some areas they require a CDL over 10,000 pounds, right? which is excessive, man. Which I don't know if that's, they require a CDL or if you just have to have a DOT medical card. Right. I don't know. Someone mm-hmm. said that it, this is stuff I've heard from, from, just guys talking who knows seems like that's a federal thing that's kind of universal but negative for north carolina all depends on gbw in florida on gbw it's kind of what i figured that's what i figured not in illinois okay i thought illinois might have been one of those states that was one that you had to have different licensing for, but that is good to know. Now, Reelan, I know you do, um, uh, you know, landscaping and stuff like DS, you know, pulling trailers and, and whatnot. Do, do, does insurance or does anything uh, for your, your business require you to have a, a chauffeur's license or a CDL for the weight and stuff that you pull or? Uh, for the weights I pull? No, I don't have to have Just a CDL. regular operators. Yep. Yep. Word. Even with the plates, because I know once you get into commercial plates here, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I've heard that too, American Truck Nation. We were actually talking that talking about that with um, it was on a, on, a, on a on a back podcast we did with uh, Vinny, uh, one of the uh, fabricators from American Chopper. We had on, and his brother was actually on, and we were talking about that with him because he does a lot of uh, municipality work, and for whatever reason, has a lot of um, uh, a lot to do with with vehicle weights and, and whatnot. So we were going into some detail about that. It was quite interesting. This guy, Richard Duke says difference in class A and other weight over 26,000. Yeah. 26,000, 26,000, I guess is the, the magic number. Yeah. I mean, that's your federal standard is 2601 mm-hmm. or anything over 26,000. You would have to have a class B hmm. CDL. Who wants to drive air brakes anyway? Things suck. Dude, have you driven anything with an air disc though? No. Nope. You know what? You know what? Well, was that an air drum or an air disc? Probably there's air a drum. There's a question on the CDL test 
it kind of bothers me. It talks about um, air brakes, and it's something about how uh, air brakes take uh, a yes. little bit of time to react. And they and the question is, air brakes take longer than hydraulic brakes to react because, and it goes through all the different questions, happened. and it says because I'm all- it because they the answer is because it takes air longer to tra- to travel through all the different intricate routing of the of the hoses you guys hear me say that one more time uh, i don't know my stuff just went wacko i know i w- it sounded like it was creaking can you hear us yeah. cody I can, there? I, I can hear you i'm here i can hear you matt can you hear me now yeah i can Good. hear everybody um yes say that one more time so yeah there's this question on the cdl on the yeah. cdl test and it's talking about the brakes and it's it's a it's, it's it's between the hydraulic brakes and the air brakes and they're and they and they want you to say that air brakes take longer to stop because it takes the air longer to travel through the lines but i would think it's because air is compressible it takes a minute for it to compress before it can really Versus the hydraulic system, which is answered your question. But the answer to the question is like the answer that they want you to say is that it just takes longer for it to go through the lines, which I guess is kind of true. But SVT performance zero. This is the most hilarious thing about USDOT laws (laughs) is that you can take any vehicle, register it as an RV, and drive it and not have to have any training. The same thing that, like in most states, you can haul a unlimited GVW and um, amount of trailers behind your truck, and you're fine. What? What do you mean you can haul an haul unlimited amount of trailers behind your truck? What do you mean? Like, have you ever been going down the road and you'll see like an F-150 with like a 40-foot toy hauler on a fifth wheel? That's way too much trailer for the truck with a boat behind it, and then like. <laughs> Every yeah, weekend, like a, a triple axle trailer with like four side by sides on the back. Yep. I mean, only online. I never seen it in person, dude. You'll see it on one thirty one going. You but know, I don't think going I don't north think you can, all the time. I don't think you can do an unlimited amount though. Well, I'm just saying you basically can, and there's no regulation against it, which I, I think is that, hilarious. I didn't know there was no regulation against that. There's definitely a regulation against for commercial use of how many, uh, depending on your area. In our area, I don't think, can you do three trailers in our area? Ford's exhaust brake is just fine. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a freaking Cummins. That sounds like a tractor. I like mine. Doing the old, yeah, it's not that, but the uh, the exhaust brake on the 6.7s does a heck of a job of slowing the truck down. 6-0, hot, no start. Starts cold, replaced all seals on injectors, dummy plug, and standpipes, but still is happening. Did you check that little, the, what is it? The push to connect, snap to connect fitting on the back of the, on the pump? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not the giant six liter guy that Aaron is. I, I'd rather work on a six seven, but that's just well, I wasn't reading it. Six oh hot, no start. Starts cold. 
replaced all the seals on the, I don't know what seals you would replace on the injector. We don't replace seals on the injectors. Oh, dummy maybe he's plug, talking about the ones in the rail. Dummy plug and stand place, but still happening. Idea what could be. Well, instead of me going into a long drawn out uh, explanation, which if you want me to, you can hit that super chat or you can go to the playlist that I have for six O's that are the air leak test. And I'm almost certain you're going to find your problem. You can also do a high pressure test uh, just to disconnect all the injectors and crank it. It's same. It'll just do higher. It'll just do a higher uh, PSI check than just air. Okay. Work play work play. I know you can hear us right now. Okay. See, This is, this is what I'm talking about. And it's ex like, what I said is exactly what I'm talking about. It's hilarious that you can get away with anything as a personal like as a private owner. We're talking about Amer America for Daddy Diesel laws. Workplay is actually up in Nova Scotia <clears throat> and that is in Canada. And he may have actually some different requirements uh, than us. I'm not sure what those are, but Workplay. Um, bud, if you're sitting there typing, Bud, get in this live chat with us. Um, Hey, bud. Uh, get you here on the Zoom and uh, freaking tell us it's a joke. I don't know what. Yeah, go get yourself a nice cup of Bim Jortons, Timmy Ho-Hos, whatever you want to call it, and come have a chat with us. Yeah. they. Uh, the, I do know that trailer. I was watching your trailer video, and that that dovetail, how that thing comes. Dude, that's a badass trailer, dude. That, I'm still Aaron, working on the 12-volt thing. Words. I'm still working on the 12-volt thing. Um, I haven't forgot about you, um, but um, yeah, it's that's a bad, bad. Uh, yeah, a bad, yeah bad dude, you should camera. definitely you can you should definitely come on and talk about that twelve volt thing. You know, I don't know if we'll find a solution tonight, but it's definitely something worth bringing up. You know, for the podcast. So, only takes a second. Click a link. Word. Strange question uh, for a rod. Intermittent low fuel pressure warning only during summertime, never during winter. What? What's that? Uh, yeah, that's pretty what's strange. Gotta need a little more, a little more info. Um, but that's definitely strange. Anything that's going to get a low fuel pressure warning. I mean, obviously, if you have low fuel know. pressure, maybe those cardboard discs float in the summer. <gasps> oh. I've had that happen. I mean, I <laughs> guess I notice low fuel pressure more when the uh, primary filter on an 11 to 16 is over or under tightened. Another thing that I guess I'd like to ask you guys out there. Um, DS, you crack me up, dude. Dude, you are a goo. Crack me up, dude. Oh my god. Um, will the extra lines reduce fuel pressure? Pressure? No. Um, 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 I am also curious about. Again, I want to tell everybody um, to to if anybody knows anybody that has been suffered with a fire under the hood of their six, seven regarding 
a fuel filter or whatever, please pass them my way. I'd really like to get in touch with them and talk to them and see what, um, uh, thank you, Carson. Um, and I want to, what happened, what, what happened that, right. I want to, I want to piece that puzzle you, together. Where were you getting filters? Are they Amazon filters? Are they motorcraft? Are they from I just want to know like, what's uh, going on. However, I have been seeing uh, other kits out there that have a Baldwin filter and a billet top. Um, I think the company, wasn't it HSM? HSM, I think. HSM. Uh, I reached out to them as I did uh, uh, SNS and uh, want to know, like we are here today, a little more info on their kit because I think the Baldwin kit and the billet. I really think it's a slick, uh, slick looking contraption. And they also have the one for the lower one. So it's something other than stock. So, uh, so, what, so, so the lower one, what does that look like? Is that spin on filters or? Yeah. So they have like, like cat, a, are they like cat filters or whatever? Yeah. They have a, um, a spin on filter and it's like, um, um, <laughs> we will do it soon, fellas. I promise. Um, the the lower one goes into kind of like a manifold and transfers those lines and connections to uh the side of the inside of the frame uh where there's an actual spin-on filter so there's no more cartridge filter you don't have to buy these two filters together you can buy this filter independently of each other and the four filters there's like 110 bucks yeah these filters are not 110 bucks so there you go yeah bingo right there you can see the the upper lower yeah well it seems like it makes service a lot easier for the lower if you're just spinning it on instead of taking off all those screws and then uh so so this replaces the water separator for the lower one too as well or no that's just the upper uh here's the lower <laughs> kit so the lower kit where how you usually drain the water on that plastic thing on that little screw this thing is is that a water separator on the bottom of the filter uh, that's how it installs right there so there's your new water separator right there mm -hmm. on the bottom bottom of that uh, yeah i can yeah. dig that well if yeah. it's cat if it's cat you know it's good i can know. dig that how it's look it's, it's, it's up as just as high as the just as high as the uh the other filter so it's not like it's hanging down you're gonna hit it with a piece of debris or something Debra's. Now, if you had a bigger fuel tank like the SMB, I could see a potential problem with installation. They've got you covered there too. Well, that looks that definitely looks different than what I have on my 450 with my larger. <laughs> what is this guy laughing at? I don't know. Are, You've been giggling. You want to say what? Remember when I had to call you because I thought of something? No. How could anyone remember that? Aaron, do you remember that? I called you. You called me when today? Yes, uh, no, today? it was probably it was Tomorrow? probably last week. I mean, this is this is an off-air conversation, but it was a what-if scenario, possibly. And it was what if, what if Sean didn't you YouTube, but he did something else? Uh, I'm not remembering. <laughs> Damn! Look at the way that thing looks. I like that. I like that. Comes with a different fitting for the return line too. Oh. Oh my hmm. god. 
Interesting. I like the um, uh-huh. my entire truck bronze fire super duty says is a Ford voided warranty. Too funny. <laughs> Too funny. I don't know what Matt is talking about. Uh, you read and you will remember, sir. So, so with this, when you service this uh, H&S filter, so you're still going to unclip the clip. It, uh, you're going to unclip it like normal and then you're going to unscrew the filter and then put a new one on, then put it back, and then clip it back. Pretty much. That's what I'm thinking. You're not going to be pulling that out and trying to unscrew the filter while still connected to the lines. That seems kind of questionable. Seems like you'd unhook it, and then you'd separate the filter. From there, you could pre- could you pre-fill the filter, or would you just prime it normal? Uh, I would prime it like normal. Just mean, because you, you know, could why? pre-fill it. Right. I mean, it'd be kind of a pain in the butt, but yeah, essentially you're going to go through the same cycling sequence as you would, uh, you know, like you normally do. So you'd push all that air up to the top and it's not a bad yada, idea. Yada. I mean, it eliminates that chance of having fuel spraying everywhere. It's not a terrible idea. Bronze fire super duty. Shoot me an email, bruh. 550, 250K, 18K daily, and zero pump issues. Well, Carson Gibson, you're doing something right, bud. You're doing something right. So we do – we have kind of a loose understanding that the filter – the filtration of the factory filter is from – based on the comments here, five microns. It hasn't been confirmed. Not really yet, but that's that's not a bad – you know – Sounds like it could be right by microns for the factory filter. Are you getting the same filter, the same filtration from these other kits? The cat filter with the HS filter, is that the same level of filtration that you get from the factory filters? Or more, maybe better filtration. No dodge, no ram. It could be worse. Could be worse, boys. Could be a 2019, 2020 ram. That thing deserves to be at the bottom of a the river, a big lake, a big boat anchor. Down in the van by the river. Oh, whoop, got that one wrong. DS trucks, LOL. Uh, well, everybody, um, you know, it uh it uh, is always a a pleasure to to come on here and a live stream with you guys to interact with you guys in the comment section, especially uh, talking about something uh, that could uh, potentially keep our vehicle um, vehicles cost of ownership uh, to a minimum. Cause we see these high pressure fuel system failures when uh, we have a variable that we can't control and that's fuel. So um with that said, you know, I'd like to thank uh, SMS for um, reaching back out to me and getting um, uh, back with me uh, regarding their kit because I think a lot of you guys are going to want to see a video of me checking that out and potentially uh, installing on a customer's truck uh, and myself. Um, tell me what you guys think about that in the comment section after this live stream chat. Um, if you guys are running, if you think about running it, um, if you do, tell um, uh, SNS that you heard it over here on 
Power Stroke Tech Talk with A-Rod because um, if it's worthwhile, I'm going to talk about it because we need to keep these trucks running. If you guys are interested in swag, let me know. I have some shirts going to be putting on a second batch and has some stickers. Um, if you're interested in a 2013 Super Cab Lariat with 120,000 miles on it, let me know. We can talk about that. Um, a big shout out to our first responders, everybody on the crew here tonight. Um, and something that kind of uh, uh, was a little personal uh, last week, one of my buddies um, lost his, his family member um, to um, um, uh, to to a suicide, and you know if you guys uh, know anybody that is struggling with any type of personal issues or mental disabilities or or stuff that you know maybe we can help somebody out um, and uh, help save a life. Reach out to a hotline. Reach out to that friend. Do what you got to do. Um, but uh, you know, make sure you tell your loved ones um, that you love them. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you watching, and make sure to check us out Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday because we're still releasing podcasts every Sunday. Mm. Thanks so much, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.